This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks dipped on Tuesday, but the major indexes still closed out August trading with another monthly gain. The S&P 500 was slightly lower during the session, pulling back after the conference board's closely watched monthly report on consumer confidence fell more than expected amid the Delta variant spread. Both the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq had set fresh record intraday and closing highs during Monday's trading day, powered higher by a jump in heavily weighted big tech stocks. The S&P 500 posted a seventh straight monthly advance in August, logging an almost 3% monthly gain and bringing its year-to-date rise to more than 20%. The Nasdaq outperformed with a gain of about 4% in August as traders piled back into growth in technology stocks. Meanwhile, the Dow, which is heavy in cyclical stocks, with earnings tied to the economic recovery, underperformed, gaining just over 1% as concerns over the Delta variant surged in recent weeks. Sector leadership was split between cyclical and growth areas of the markets in August. The financial sector was the biggest leader in August, gaining 5% on the month. This was followed by the communication services and utility sectors. However, the energy sector was the biggest laggard during the month and was the only S&P 500 sector to dip in August. Even given the S&P 500's march to all-time highs, many strategists have penciled in further gains. BMO Capital Markets became the latest firm to raise its year-end price target on the S&P 500 on Monday. The company's chief investment strategist, Brian Belsky, wrote in a new note that he now expects the index to end the year at 4,800 instead of 4,500. He cited the blistering rate of corporate earnings beats in the second quarter, with the strengthening economic backdrop helping also drive profit growth at many companies. The current policy environment has also been conducive to further gains in equities, other strategists have noted, given the Federal Reserve's still accommodative policy tilt and the prospects of further government spending with the infrastructure and budget reconciliation bills being discussed in Congress. The Fed's policy trajectory has been especially closely watched as traders brace for the gradual easing of crisis-era supports, like the central bank's $120 billion per month asset purchase program. Still, key central bank officials, including Fed Chair Jerome Powell, have signaled they are waiting to monitor the incoming data and Delta variant's impact on the economy before charging ahead with a policy move. We do think that tapering in general will be a non-event, most likely because, first, the market has had time to react throughout this year. James Liu, Clearnomics founder and CEO, told Yahoo Finance, 
The Fed has done a great job telegraphing all this. Whether it's September or November for the announcement of taper will really depend on the jobs report coming up and some more economic data, he added. But regardless, the market seems to expect it at this point. This is very different from 2013, when the market had to adjust very abruptly to taper. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.